The Everyday Style School podcast is brought to you by our collection of capsule guides and style masterclasses. Maybe you're struggling with creating a style that really feels like you, or maybe you're overwhelmed by your overstuffed closet, or maybe you just want an easy, done-for-you wardrobe plan. Whatever you need, we've got a solution for you. Head over to youreverydaystyle.com and use code PODCAST at checkout to take 20% off of your next purchase. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T at youreverydaystyle.com. Hello, gorgeous. You're listening to the Everyday Style School podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Mackey Mary, and I've been dressing real women just like you for over 20 years. Now I'm on a mission to teach women around the world how to create easy, effortless style without confusion and overwhelm. If you're ready to create a wardrobe you love and feel confident every day so you can live the life you want, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey friends, welcome back to the Everyday Style School podcast. Last week, I shared some of my favorite packing tips to help make your vacation style better. And after the episode came out, my assistant sent me a message that just said, good timing. We just got another email asking for packing advice. So I feel like that one was pretty timely. I know that that's a thing a lot of women struggle with. So I hope that you found the tips useful. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode yet, go back and check it out. The link will be in the show notes for you. Also, if you are on my email list, you got a bonus packing tip sent to you that answers the question, how much should I bring? If you miss that tip because you're not on the list, why not sign up now? The best way to get on the list is to go to our website at youreverydaystyle.com slash free and sign up. Not only will you be on the list for the weekly tips and my product picks, but you'll also get access to our free resource library with mini capsule guides, the swimmer guide, the vacation packing template that I just made for you last week, and lots of other things. So don't miss another bonus tip. Head over and sign up now. Okay, in just a minute, we're going to talk about where to take that perfectly packed suitcase, as in how do you decide where to go and what kind of vacation you need. And I've got a special guest joining us today, but first I want to share some changes that are happening here at Everyday Style. Let me start by saying that every change we make is designed to serve our listeners and our subscribers and our customers best. I am always striving to make sure we're meeting your needs the best way possible. Now, with that said, let me give you the good news and the, I don't know, less than good news. We'll start with that part first, the what's going away. Our monthly membership, The Style Circle, is closing. When I started The Style Circle, the idea was that there would be a new piece of content every month, like the capsule guide or a style class or a guest expert. And frankly, friends, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot for me to create, and it was a lot for our subscribers to consume. I found that I was creating stuff or planning to create stuff just to hold up my end of the bargain. But my style philosophy is that you shouldn't get mired in the minutia. You should master the basics and then have fun with it. Unfortunately, when you're coming up with class after class, you're going to have to dive into some minutia. So looking at what I had on the calendar to create this year, I just didn't want to do it. I didn't want to create stuff that would make you more obsessed with getting it right. That just didn't feel right to me. On the other hand, it didn't feel right to ask you to pay for content that I wasn't creating um, or that you weren't consuming. 
So then in talking to the Style Circle members about what they're really there for, what they really wanted most, the answer was the same time after time. It's capsules and community, capsules and community, capsules and community. That's what you want. And this is just an insider business tip here. Just, you know, consider it a freebie from me. Giving people what they want is a really good business idea. So here comes the good news. We are continuing to create the capsule guides that you know and love. The summer edition comes out on June 9th, not now long from now. And now every single person who purchases the capsule guide will be able to join the capsule Facebook community where you can connect with other capsule subscribers. You can get inspiration and bonus shopping links. You just sign up for three months. You get the capsule guide. You get the community. There you go. Now you're paying for exactly what you want and not feeling overwhelmed by style advice, which again, that's our goal is for you not to be overwhelmed. Now, if you're thinking, but I've been wanting to take those classes, you still can, girl, they're not going anywhere. The big three are staying on my site and those are the ones that address the big three issues women struggle with the most. They're the three things that hold women back from having style they love the most. It's the overwhelmed, overstuffed closet. We have a class to help you deal with that. It's we have a class to help you figure out your signature style, what you want to look like. And then we have a class to help you dress your body shape, understanding what looks best on you. You can buy one, two, or three classes. You get access to the class for an entire year. You can rewatch the classes as much as you want in that time. Everything you need to become the expert in your own style, dressing your own body is there for you. And this way you can just pick and choose what you need when you need it. So there you have it. The style circle is closing. And instead we're giving you the capsules and community that you want and the advice you need when you need it. Like I said, our next capsule guide is coming out June 9th, not long now. And there will be a special opportunity to save when you pre-order the capsule guide. So get on the email list and get ready for a super stylish summer. All right, let's talk travel. I first met today's guest when she offered to create a gift guide for us last December for the holiday season, full of gifts for women who love to travel. We will link to that in the show notes so you can check it out. So many of those products I wanted for myself and bought for myself. And once we connected, I got to know her work better and I loved her approach to travel and finding the right vacation for you based on your travel style. Now that the world is returning to normal, at least in some places, I knew that this was the right time for us to have a conversation about planning the right vacation. So today we are welcoming Angela Gilmeister. Angela is a custom vacation designer and the founder of Wild Hair Travels. She specializes in planning personalized vacation experiences for busy professional women that will re-energize them from their work-life routines. She's a born and raised Texan who loves where she lives as much as she loves traveling the world. And she's all about inspiring and helping women travel now, despite all of the logical reasons that tend to make us put it off for years. She's also a fellow podcaster and the host of Happy Women Travel More podcast. Hi, Angela. Welcome to the Everyday Style School. Hey, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a fan of the show, so I'm excited to be here as a guest. Well, thank you. I have to say, you did a gift guide for us back in December with your favorite like travel products. And you had these silly little cord tacos on there. Do you know what I'm <laughs> yes. talking about? These little like leather things. Oh my gosh. 
I haven't been traveling a lot, but those are amazing. I love those. I love them. They keep my cords um, and my, like my earbuds and stuff in my purse, just really well organized and they don't take up a ton of space. Love them. Love them. Love them. Exactly. I'm obsessed with them too. They're, they're so small and such a weird little thing, but they're so practical. Those are always like, it's the weird little things that always make life so much better. <laughs> right. So much better. All right. We will link to those in the show notes for this episode. So you don't have to go back and, and find them. But um, yeah, I have to say, I'm really excited to talk to you today about travel. I have been missing travel more than anything lately. Like if you ask me what one thing that I'm excited to do, it's get back to traveling. I'm just so tired of being homebound. And I got to believe that a lot of our listeners are in the same place. So I, I'm just excited to hear what you have to say about how you can help us get back out there and get us traveling again. But first of all, tell us a little bit about who you are and how you became a travel expert. Yeah, so I'm Angela, custom vacation designer, geographer, and proud Texan. Have to throw that in there. But I, um, I'm the founder of Wild Hair Travels, which is a custom vacation planning business, and. I, I especially love supporting busy professional women who are juggling a demanding career with family and life and all of the things. I really love helping them get the recharge that they need from their work-life routine with custom vacation experiences. And I have a really modern approach to vacation planning that is not quite like the, the old school traditional travel agent where... The focus isn't all on the hotel, the flight, the package. I mean, certainly those pieces are, are very important. But before we even dive into those parts, I really get to know what's in your head, what you're craving from the experience, and, and really get to know your travel style. And the backstory of, of what led me to start my business several years ago is, is really a combination of, of course, my passion for travel, my travel experiences. And also my skills as a geographer, it just kind of like works. So I also work at a corporate engineering firm as a GIS analyst. So this is basically like mapping technology if you've never heard of GIS before. But what drove me to start this business was seeing all the other women around me at my corporate career. I was seeing way too many women either not taking their vacations or not taking vacations at all or taking vacations that weren't really their idea of a vacation. And sadly, I, I found that more often than not, this was kind of the norm. When you have a busy career, you're juggling that with family and all the other things. It's all too common to feel like you can't take time off from work or you feel like you can't take that really big dream international trip as long as you have kids at home. And then you find yourself delaying travel for years and years, you know, until you're close to retirement. And then you wish you'd traveled when you were younger. And so I just kept hearing these women say like, oh, maybe next year or oh, that would be amazing instead of believing it was actually like possible for them. And so myself personally, I've I've always been great at taking vacations consistently. Um, I didn't grow up traveling the world, but um, I've taken at least one big vacation every single year for the, since I turned 18 out of the country somewhere most years and, and honestly, usually more than that. So I was kind of known as the girl at my company that went on vacation all the time. And and I just, you know, found that like this was not the norm. 
And so I really just became so driven to help women see that it's possible to travel a ton, even when you have a family and a busy career, and also to support them in designing an experience that's actually going to be like what you're craving. Because, you know, I'd see plenty of women take time off, but maybe it was for a week long trip to the beach with their entire extended family where they spent their entire time wrangling the kids and cooking a bunch of meals. And really, all they really needed was like a girl's trip with a bunch of wine and like some belly laughs and, you know, no cooking, (laughs) that kind of thing. So that's kind of the backstory of what led me down this road is really just wanting to support women in, in feeling like they can do it and then helping them get there. Love that. You know, it's funny. When I lived in Washington, D.C., my family was here in Minnesota and my my mom was here and my dad is in Florida. So we were constantly traveling, but we never had a vacation. We were going Mm -hmm. to see family and we spent all of our travel resources going to see family. And while I Mm -hmm. loved coming to Minnesota, we'd always do the same thing and we had our favorite spots. But I realized like it had been years since we had a proper vacation. And, you know, now that we live here a few miles from my mom, it's, it's much, much, well, it would have been much easier to take a vacation if 2020 hadn't happened. (laughs) So one thing I love about what you say on your website is happy women travel more. I love that. Love, love, love that. Why is travel so important for women? Yeah. So um, that's actually the name of my podcast, Happy Women Travel More. And the the main thing to note there is that you'll notice I'm not saying if you travel more, you'll be a happier woman. It's happy Mm. women travel more uh, because, uh, you know, I kind of mentioned that I've, I've always been great at taking vacations. I've always been great at traveling consistently, but I actually found myself kind of living for the next vacation in a way. I was, I kind of thought that those digital nomads were like living proof of like, this is how you travel a ton and love your life. But I mean, it's not totally true. I mean, I don't want to be a nomad. (laughs) I I like where I live, but I also like to travel. You you can have both. And so I've kind of come full circle to see how travel and vacations fit into like the cycle of happiness for women who are juggling career and and family and personal life. And travel is such an important piece to keeping that happiness cycle going, I think, because I think it's really the just such like the only way to truly reset yourself with a change of scenery and get the recharge you need from your career or life. Because, you know, you're in the grind every day, your your personal life isn't always going to be like, the offset to your career. Your career isn't going to be the offset to your personal life. And so sometimes you just need to step away from both. And that can be so powerful for kind of like making you realize, hey, I really love my career or hey, I really love my kids, (laughs) you know, and and just kind of see the, the beauty in the little moments of your normal day to day. And so that's where, you know, travel is important, but also it's important to remember that travel itself doesn't by default, like make you happy. You know, you, we want to find those happy moments in our normal day to day too. And so that's kind of, I see it as this like cycle (laughs) between kind of like work-life balance. And then where does vacation fit in that? So why do you think, as you were talking about 
women who didn't take their vacation time. That was me in my early part of my career. Like I Mm -hmm. would end the year with pretty much all the vacation days I had. And Mm -hmm. a part of it was because I was in a corporate culture where no one took their vacation time. So I actually had, when I was like 24, 25, I had 25 to 28 days of vacation, which is unheard of, right? But it was a fantastic company, but no one took their vacation. So I didn't feel like I could either, Mm -hmm. right? It was just sort of the corporate culture. But why do you think more people don't travel? I truly believe, at least for women, I truly believe the number one reason, the the number one thing I see holding women back from traveling as much as they would like is just giving themselves permission to travel. Because I I mean, I, I see this all the time. We tell ourselves it's not the right time. We tell ourselves that we're too busy at work. We tell ourselves we can't leave the kids at grandma's for a week and go on a vacation with our husband, or we feel like we shouldn't spend the money because we need to spend it over here instead. And it's never ending. There's always going to be something that comes up, some logical thing that's like trying to tell you, well, no, like, let, you know, you really shouldn't do that. And it really boils down to us telling ourselves, no, you can't take that vacation. So it's really us not giving ourselves permission. And so I think the specific thing is going to vary from person to person. Like it could be your kids, it could be your career, it could be time or money. It's, But it's kind of all the same. It kind of just comes down to us making the decision and, you know, deciding travel is a priority to me, despite all these other logical things that might be trying to hold me back. And just making the decision that I'm going to do it because this is my one life to do it. I love that. You know, I was in a book club many, many years ago before I had kids. And what I loved about this book club is that we weren't necessarily friends. We liked each other, but we were a very diverse group of women. And there Mm -hmm. was a girl in there, every spare dollar she had, every spare minute she had was spent traveling. And Mm -hmm. I asked her, I'm like, how do you do it? Because, you know, she was newer in her career. I'm like, how do you go to Prague for the weekend? Like, how does this happen? And she said, oh, I haven't bought a new pair of shoes in four years. Right. You know, and (laughs) it is somewhat just kind of choosing your priorities. And I'm not saying everyone Mm -hmm. can jet off to Prague for the weekend because we do have mortgages and, you know, college tuition and all this stuff. But that's where she chose to spend her dollars. And I kind of went home thinking like, well, wait a minute, she has these memories. She has these memories and these experiences and, and all of these things. And I have shoes, like that's not necessarily a good trade-off, you know? I Yeah. Well, I love that you, I love that you say that. And I love that you're bringing up the money part of it because I've had a similar thing with my colleagues with vacation days. I've had colleagues, so many colleagues come up to me and say, how do you travel so much? And I'm like, well, we work at the same company. I'm pretty sure you get at least the same amount of vacation days that I do. And if you're not using them, you probably have more than I do. And, um, and so really it has nothing to do with the number of vacation days it's more of like they feel like they can't take the yeah. time off from work. And, and you know, it's, it's that permission thing. Yeah. And the priorities, like you're, you're saying. And, and it's and I'm not here to tell you that, you know, if you're listening, travel should be a priority to you. I mean, it's up to you to decide that. But I think that what you just said was so perfectly put is like the experience over the material possession. 
Yeah. You know, it's funny. I've come to realize, and I've started to really focus on this with my kids, is that experiences are the only thing you can spend money on and come out richer. Yeah. You know, we went to Chicago a couple of, I don't know, when we could. That was the, what, 2019? And we saw yeah. Hamilton. My oldest daughter and I saw Hamilton in Chicago and I bought really great seats. And I, you know, at the time you're buying them and you're like, ooh, this is painful. These are expensive. Mm-hmm. She is 10 or 11, whatever she was. It was so, so worth it. And we still talk about what an experience that was. And maybe I could have had a really great outfit or a really fantastic handbag, but instead I had this experience with my daughter. I, I got to see these amazing performers and I don't know, just, I think once you start doing those things and you realize that it really is worth it, it's easier to keep going with it. Yeah, definitely. And I, and it, I always say that it's always, it's about the experience and those travel stories. And so on on my podcast, I have some women come and they share their favorite travel stories. And, and it's those stories that, you know, it's been 10 years, but you're still talking about them. (laughs) You're still annoying your family member by telling the same story over and over again, because it impacted you so much. Like that is why, that's why you travel. (laughs) Yes. Um, Mine is when I could have gotten arrested for what I was wearing. And I'm just going to, I'm going to let everybody just be on a cliffhanger about that one. Okay. But we need to move on with your advice. So one of the things you talk about is your travel style. And when I read about this, either on your Facebook page or your blog, I was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. Tell us what your travel style means. Yeah. So when I say travel style, I basically mean your travel personality. Um, so it, it's, it's a combination of the different unique characteristics about how you like to travel and how you like to go on vacation. And so I've developed my very own four-part framework of, of what a travel style is, um, specifically to help me with my clients and get to know them better. And so when I'm talking about it, I'm always referring back to my framework. But Um, I kind of like to think of it like the Myers-Briggs personality test, how there are four different letters that coincide with like four different unique traits about you. And then there's different combination of people that you can be because everyone's, you know, a unique person. And so it's kind of like that, but it's all about how you prefer to travel. So it's like personality test with a travel twist. (laughs) And, um, And the reason that knowing this matters. I mean, it's beyond the fact that it's kind of fun to do some self-exploration and who who doesn't love a good personality quiz. But there's really like two reasons why this matters and how it helps you plan better vacations. And, And number one is that it really does help us do away with the whole taking a vacation that wasn't really your idea of a vacation because it helps us it makes it so much easier to plan because you aren't swayed by all of the people and the blog posts and all of the Googling that you have to do saying, oh, you must do this and this and this. You'll instead know, okay, I could pass on that, but this activity is a must do versus trying to do all the things. So that personal clarity, I think is huge. But the second reason that I would say is an even bigger reason is that Most of us like to go on vacation with other people. And Mm -hmm. so these other people probably have at least a slightly different travel style than we do because, I mean, we're all different. We all have different personalities. I've found that in the cases of our spouses, especially, a lot of times, you know, opposite personalities attract. And this is the case with travel styles, too. 
So I know for my husband, like he's the kind of guy that he wants to go on vacation and eat the good food and drink the beer. (laughs) And I'm like, let's go sightseeing. You know, I want to go and see a bunch of stuff and really feel like, you know, we're experiencing the place. And so he'll tag along, of course. and, and, And it's not that I don't like to go and eat the food and drink the beer as well. But we both have two different ideas of like those activities that really like make us feel like, wow, like this is my vacation. But then there's things that we have in common, like when it comes to approaching our vacation days, we're kind of on the same page because we do life together. Like we kind of, we both like to wake up. We like to have a plan, know what we're doing and go and do it. We're not really as much go with the flow people. And so there's, that's another piece of your travel style. And that's one that is huge when you're traveling with other people. And so it's really like knowing this can really help you when you're traveling with others because you can make sure that you're at least like getting to spend part of the vacation how you want to spend it because of course we may have to make compromises depending on who we're traveling with but it also helps you understand your other people and just make sure you know try to keep the peace and keep everyone happy and feeling fulfilled from the vacation. I think that's fantastic. Our travel people are my sister and her family. Our kids are close in age. You know, we love spending time together, but we have completely different travel styles. Mm-hmm. I am a get up, get going kind of person. Like mm-hmm. lounging around in a hotel room in the morning kind of just hurts my soul. Like there's so many. Me too. <laughs> Me <laughs> there's too. so much to be done and seen. And I, I know. you know, I'm thinking about, we were in New York a couple years ago. We were in New York city and I wanted to get up, get going. Like if there's a line, I want to be in it early. I don't, I'm not like a, I'm not a time waster at, at all. Yes. Um, yes. And her family is very different. They love the, the mm-hmm. slow morning. Let's have an extra cup of coffee. And all of a sudden it's like noon and I'm stressed. And but right. <laughs> what I've discovered is that we need to give each other latitude to not do everything together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because they're, that's a tough one to reconcile. Yeah. Because, definitely. you know, one way she's feeling rushed and stressed and, you know, like I'm some kind of taskmaster on vacation, which is, <laughs> that's not a nice quality, I'll admit. But on the other hand, like, I feel like I'm wasting a ton of time where, you know, a hotel room to me is kind of a hotel room. Yeah. As long as it's nice and whatever. But um, yeah, we just have, we have very different travel styles. Yeah. I, I love that example so much because this, this piece of the travel style, like kind of like how you prefer to approach your days, this is the biggest thing I see contributing to arguments or or people getting upset on a vacation or people deciding like, Hey, I I don't want to go on vacation with you anymore because, you know, we just have different approaches and, and there is nothing wrong with that, but it's good to have that clarity ahead of time (laughs) for sure. I think though, knowing that there is nothing wrong with either approach, you know, my way is just my way. Mm -hmm. And that that's sort of our family way. Like we are up early kind of people get going, make the most of the early Mm -hmm. part of the day. Her family is a make the most of the afternoon kind of people. I sometimes wish I could be more like that, but when I try it, it just never, I don't know. It doesn't work quite as well, but I completely resonate. I'm the same way. (laughs) Approach is wrong. It's just different. It's just different. Yeah, exactly. All right. So after being homebound for so long, lots of people are excited to plan their next trip. What are some things that we should consider all the time not in pandemic times when choosing a travel destination and Mm -hmm. what's kind of different right now. So, so whenever you're 
choosing a destination for your next vacation, I always say, don't rush to the end. Like I see so many people say like, oh, I want to go to the beach. Okay, I'm going to go to Hawaii. And it's like, well, Hawaii is, you know, probably not a bad first stop, but really kind of the first step is getting in tune with what it is you're craving from the experience. And certainly like if a beach vacation is what you're craving, that's, that's a part of it, but really like understanding how do I want to feel like, how do I envision myself spending my days? Do I have any must do's must sees? Because we don't want to choose the destination and then realize, oh, that wasn't actually the match for, for what I was craving. And so uh, the, the example I like to use all the time is, um, Back several years ago, I was trying to figure out where me and my husband were going to go on vacation. And I wanted a big and bold destination that neither of us had been to before. And my husband hadn't been to Europe. And so I was like, okay, it's time. I need to take him to Europe. And um, I hadn't been to Germany. And so his family is German. We both like beer. We like German culture. We're like, yeah, that's we're going to love Germany. But I, I just couldn't. I was not getting excited mm. about the trip and I was like delaying planning it. I was like, what is up? I know I'm going to love going to Germany. And then I realized that it was because of how I was imagining us feeling on that trip. And so especially for us Americans, like when we go to Europe, we tend to plan a lot. Like it, it, it's it, we want to make the most of our trip over there. So we're hopping around from city to village and we're taking all the public transportation and and honestly, usually European trips are kind of exhausting. And I realized that I, I didn't really want that type of trip this time around. I was craving more of a nature trip with, with less people where me and my husband could do some more hiking. And so eventually I arrived at the perfect destination, which oh. was New Zealand. And that's where we ended up going. And um, so that's just an example of like, rushing to the end like you really like need to envision how your how you want to feel on this trip and make sure the destination is a match and so nowadays <laughs> what's different right now of course is that you know we are still in the middle of a bunch of um, travel restrictions and complicated entry requirements the good news is that um, things are happening I've been getting a lot of news in fact just this week at the time of recording this um, with some movement of, you know, even Europe talking about opening up for the summer um, and a lot of um, COVID entry requirements being revised and, and stuff like that. And so I would say the biggest thing to be aware of right now, as we are kind of in this limbo period of, of opening back up, um, is that every destination varies. And so you can't just assume, oh, I'm, I'm vaccinated, I can travel here. You have to be really, really focused on the specific destinations entry requirements because unfortunately, they're all slightly different and um, they all have, you know, just ever so slightly different rules that you have to follow. And so I, I really wish like we could have one big like open the world day right. and everything just like opens, but it's right. never going to happen. And so it's going to just depend on um, where you're coming from and where you're going to. And then another thing to be aware of for Americans uh, right now is that if you do travel internationally, we do still currently have a requirement that when you come back to the U.S., you do have to present a negative COVID test to be able to come back home. And so this is the thing that is um, keeping making a lot of people still feel kind of iffy because 
the thought of like, okay, I'm abroad, I I take this test, what if I tested positive, and I have to extend my stay, like that's really complicated. And so um, I would say continue to look, you know, for these changes, things are things are updating and changing constantly. But as of right now, that is still a requirement. So with that said, I'm people, I, I know there are great travel deals out there to be had. Right now, I know a lot of people aren't comfortable. By the way, I just want to say, if you are not comfortable traveling yet, that is totally reasonable and your personal decision. We absolutely support that. Um, this show is really meant for when you are ready to travel. So um, please don't please don't say think that we're saying that everyone has to hop on a plane right now and, and take off. But right. with all those restrictions, it probably means that travel within the U.S. is a little bit more attractive to a lot of people right now. What are some of your favorite U.S.-based travel destinations? Well, I I just recently came back from Alaska, <laughs> and I yes, chose... your pictures were beautiful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm a Texan who went to Alaska in the winter, so that was uh, that was a, just a whole new world for me. Um, so it was kind of a um, a fun trip for for me because snow is kind of a novelty for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I know a lot of the people, you know, a lot a lot of you in the north probably wouldn't love that as much, but Alaska is a great summer destination also, and. Mm-hmm. Um, they have relaxed their COVID um, entry requirements, so it's it's pretty popular right now. Um, but I mean, for me personally, I, I you know it's going to vary depending on your travel style. So my travel style is more I, I do enjoy more um, nature based trips. I like to visit national parks quite a bit. Um, so I really love Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, kind of that part of the the United States a lot. <laughs> I'm kind okay. of obsessed. I've become a summer mountains girl, basically. And so um, so those are my favorite parts of the state uh, of the of the country. Do you have what are your favorites? Well, so I am a bit of a do things on vacation, girl. I gosh, I wish that was, that's something I'd love to change about myself. Like I would love to just plunk my butt on a beach and be happy. And I can do that for a couple of days, but I love to see things. So, yeah, no shame, no shame. I really love. Mm-hmm. I've loved going to like Philadelphia. I also love history. So Philadelphia. Um, New York. So definitely cities. Yeah, I do love a good city vacation. Uh, You know, my beach needs are sort of met when we go visit my dad who lives Mm -hmm. in Naples, Florida. So we're good. We this year are heading to South Dakota. My kids, since they live the first years of their lives on the East Coast, we have been up and down the East Coast, right? We've we've done all the beaches we've Mm -hmm. done. You know, there was so much history right where we were. So we've done all that kind of stuff, but they've really never been further West than Minnesota. So we are um, we are doing the quintessential Minnesota trip where you take your kids to Mount Rushmore, and uh, we're doing awesome. that. We are getting into Wyoming a little bit. I'm I'm really uh-huh. excited for it because we do. We also love hiking, so there are some really family friendly hikes out there that we can do. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, we went a really long time without a proper vacation. We did a few little beach trips. Hilton Head is one of my favorite beach destination. Oh, I just, yes. I love it. When we used to go there when the kids were really little and they have these amazing tide pools and the kids could play in the little tide pool, you know, cause the, the tide comes, goes mm-hmm. out so far. The kids could just play in those. We didn't have to worry about them like drowning or anything. And we could just plunk our butts on a beach right. and, you know, enjoy some 
margaritas and things. So uh, yeah, those are those are some of my favorites. Well, that's exciting. And that sounds like a really good trip right now as things are kind of still, you know, in limbo a little bit. So I assume, are you going to drive? We are driving. Yes. Yeah. So you're going to get in your car, drive and, and do like the family road trip. Oh, thing. Yeah. And that's, that's been really common over the, the past year for sure. Yeah. You know, I remember being thrown in the back of a, a much smaller car <laughs> when we were, my sister and I were, I don't know, probably five and six and going to Mount Rushmore. And oh, love you know, it. the problem with traveling with children is that they don't appreciate it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Because I was like, uh, it's a big rock. Cool. What else? <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see this. So yeah, I yeah. think my kids are getting a little bit older. They're 12 and nine now. So they appreciate things a little bit more. But I have to say, my older one loves to travel. And, you know, I was asking her a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, do you like to do, spend time with me? Do you like to do things with me? Because, you know, she's in middle school now and not really. Mm -hmm. And she's like, yeah, I love doing things with you. I'm like, okay, cool. What do you like to do? She's like, you know, like when we go to New York. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> as long as we're staying in four-star hotels in Times Square, yeah. <laughs> we're cool to hang out. <laughs> we're best friends. <laughs> And then she's like, you know what would also be cool is going to Paris together. Oh, okay. So also yeah, we can spend time mm -hmm. together in Paris. Okay. Yeah. Probably not going to happen real soon, but. Uh, yeah. Maybe when you're 18, 21, yeah. 25, one of those milestone yeah. trips and, you know, you're both adults. Well, I, <laughs> that sounds I fun. took her to New York. Uh, she was in a Girl Scout troop and, and Wicked, the show Wicked does a really cool thing with Girl Scouts and her Virginia troop was was going. And so for Christmas, we'd already moved, but I surprised her with going to the show with her old troop. And it was such a fun and it was a girls weekend. I got to reconnect with old friends and and yeah. she had a great, great time as well. But now my little one wants a mom and daughter trip. And uh, oh, yeah, yes. so and I said, OK, well, Annika was 10. So when Arden is 10, we can. We'll, we'll try that. But she is into zoos and aquariums. That is her mm -hmm. thing. So um, I was lucky enough to go to the Atlanta, the Georgia Aquarium in 2019 as well. And that's where she wants to go see the whale sharks. So she's got her travel style. She's all about animals, yeah. all about wild animals. So yeah. yeah, she travels to see. Yeah, I actually love traveling and seeing wildlife. That's I've <laughs> it's I haven't always been that way. I think my husband's kind of influenced me a little bit because he is more of a let's be more in nature. And I've started to just appreciate it a lot more. And I'm like, oh, I, I like seeing animals. Yeah. You know how <laughs> some guys have that, like, I want to go to every top stadium or every professional stadium in the country. Yeah. My younger daughter and I are like that about zoos. We want to go to all. The, awesome. Like we have a little zoo scorecard that we can check. The zoo bucket the zoo list. zoo bucket list. Love it. <laughs> we are nerds. We are nerds. <laughs> all right. So Angela, tell us where we can find you on the internet. Well, I would love to invite you to check out my um, my podcast. So my podcast, like I said, is called Happy Women Travel More. It's pretty much in all the main places, Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher. Um, if you've enjoyed today's chat, I think you'll love the podcast. Um, the biggest response I get from listeners is that, you know, oh, wow, there's so much more to travel than I ever thought about. Like, so I always bring kind of a fresh and positive message on there. Um, but I also mix it up with some vacation destination feature episodes and vacation planning tips and travel stories too. And so 
Um, yeah. And I've also got a five part series on the podcast where we really dive deep into my travel style framework and you kind of get that clarity. Um, so yeah, if you're looking for another podcast to mix things up, I think you'll love it. And otherwise I would love to connect over on Instagram. My handle is wild hair travels, all one word. Perfect. Yeah. I have to say going to your website, I looked at travel in a new way. It's so much more than just like, oh, I'm going to go to a cool place. The idea of like, what do I need from this vacation or what do I want to get out of it and understanding the travel style? Really, I think when you, when you sort of do this meta look at travel rather than just planning a vacation, I think you get so much more out Mm -hmm. of it. I just, I love your approach to travel. Yeah. I love that you say that because that's exactly what I'm going for. (laughs) All right. So we will have all of those links in the show notes to your podcast, your website, Instagram. Your pictures are beautiful. There was a shot in New Zealand that I was like, oh, I got to go there. And I know we have lots of listeners in New Zealand. So if you want me to come stay with you, just let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. I'm a huge fan. I will come back. Angela and I will come as a a, a package deal. Wouldn't be weird at all. I promise. All right. Last question. And I'd like to ask this of all of my guests is what is one thing that you would like our audience to take away from our conversation? Maybe it's a quick tip or maybe it's sort of a big overarching thing, but what do you really want them to put in their head, in their hearts and walk away with when it comes to travel? Well, I would say that, you know, at the core of my brand is, is the belief that, you know, life is meant to be lived now. And we we, we shouldn't listen to the logical reasons and let those reasons talk us out of what we know we want to do, like travel the world. And so my business is called Wild Hair Travels. And and it's really more than just a cute name because I I believe that we we all do have kind of an inner voice, you know, an inner intuition, but as I like to call it, a wild hair <laughs> telling us you know, what we want to do. And so if you do feel the tug to travel the world, I would just say, don't dismiss it for the logical reasons, like, you know, your busy career, your family, because there's always going to be something trying to hold us back. And I I don't want you to find yourself 5, 10, 15 years down the road, and still, you haven't gone on that dream vacation to Greece. And so I always like to say, just listen to that wild hair, even if there's just this thing trying to hold you back, and just make you know, make the decision and and give yourself permission to go. I love it. That is such a great place to leave it. Ladies, this week, go out and start planning a vacation. Think about where you want to go and what you need from that vacation. And then you know what, if you can make it happen. And again, we will have all of Angela's links in the show notes so you can find her and go listen to her podcast and her go to Instagram, see her beautiful pictures, but go plan that vacation. Even if you're just like spitball daydreaming, it's a great place to start. Love it. All right. Angela, again, thank you for being on the show. Ladies have a fantastic week. I will see you next time. Hey friend, thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to head over to the website for any links, downloads, or resources we talked about during the episode. Go to youreverydaystyle.com slash podcast and find the episode you're looking for. While you're there, make sure you sign up for our email list. You'll get a weekly style tip as well as links to my favorite product of the week to help make style even easier. It's an email you'll actually look forward to getting, so don't miss out. We'll see you next time. And until then, stay stylish.